to the You Are Safe, the podcast. My name is Anne-Louise. And I'm Julie. Uh, we thought we would uh, have a quick one here to just have an update from Anne-Louise. Last time we sort of spoke about COVID, your, your son had just tested positive. And yeah, I just thought if you'd like to give an update on how things have been going, how many people have been positive, the symptoms, etc. Mm. So how are you doing, Anne-Louise? Today I'm doing uh, okay, but I was definitely suffering this week, this weekend, last weekend. Um, so after my son t- tested positive, uh, it was a bit of a shock, and you can listen to how all that went down in in um, in a previous episode. And a few days later, um, I tested positive, and it was a very odd feeling to, I didn't have any symptoms at this point. Um, it was just a very odd feeling sitting there with this stamp almost of, okay, you're, you're positive. You can't leave the house. Well, I couldn't leave the house anyway, but yeah, it was, it was, it was an odd feeling. And it was also scary to know that I had this disease that I'd been watching on the news for almost a year now that's so deadly, and now I have it. I mean, the emotional uh, roller coaster that that um, started was, yeah, was was pretty scary. Um, also, we we found out that we have the UK variant. I don't remember if we talked about that last time. Oh. Um, so that was also something like okay, we, and then our case was in the news. Because they had to, because we had the UK variant. I mean, that's how we found out we had the UK variant because they, it was in the news and everything. And we were like, my God, they don't even call us to tell us what's happening. And they just, they just put it in the news that the kindergarten school um, had to close because they found the UK variant. And like, that was, that was all just so surreal. Um, And the next day, my other son and my husband were tested um, and my son uh, came back positive, and my husband was still negative, and which was also weird. These okay, how can he be negative and we're positive, and the kids still don't have any symptoms, so the kids are absolutely fine. They're just imprisoned at home. And by the weekend, I got really, really sick. Um, I had um, like flu symptoms, um, you know, uh, congestion and uh, extreme headaches, and I usually don't get headaches. So when I have a headache, I know. This is serious, yeah. um, and um, and just extremely tired. Just uh, let me just lie down. I, I, you know, if I'd walk around and do something, I could feel okay. I need to lie down. So I do. I did. Um, so I was watching a lot of bad TV, and <laughs> <laughs> as you should, <laughs> as you like, just trying to take care of myself. Um, yeah, and it. it the scary thing is this because you haven't I haven't had this disease before. I mean nobody has, I mean until you have. Um it's not like you know that in a few days this and this is going to happen. When you have the flu or you have a cold, you kind of you kind of know what the future um will bring, but with this in this case you don't know. So I was getting really sick and then I thought am I going to get more sick and my family were, were, they were also a bit worried because I have um, asthma or child, I had asthma as a child. So mm. they were worried that it would go in the lungs and, um, and I'd have to go to hospital and everything. So they kept asking me, you know, is it in the lungs? How are you doing? And 
that also kind of scared me like oh my god what's gonna happen <laughs> what's going on um and i yeah i i don't like being sick <laughs> i don't think many people like being sick but um i'm i like to have control and um when i don't have control it scares me uh And this was a not controlled situation because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how this disease is going to unfold. And um, and I can't control. I can't do anything. I couldn't watch I couldn't watch the kids. So, so I have to leave that control to my husband. And I know the kids will be fine, but it's still a loss of control for me, which I, yeah, it was difficult for me. And when it peaked... And I was really bad. I got so depressed and so because I was anxious most of the time, so had had that going. <laughs> and then at some point, I just got so depressed, and I thought, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have this anymore. And I don't know what's going to happen. And I started lashing out. I started being angry, and um, yeah, it's not it was not fun. Not not. Mm. Um, Uh, not a fun time. Monday, Tuesday, it started to be a little bit better. Um, but that was when I lost my sense of smell and taste. And I've heard that sometimes that doesn't come back. And so that was also like freaking... Ah! <laughs> What's gonna happen? Yeah. So day, like, uh, day by day, what were the symptoms like? What was the first symptom you noticed where you went? Mm, this this feels wrong and how did it sort of evolve um i think the first thing was this um really tired um low energy um headache mm -hmm. thing um and again this is you i don't know what's going to happen i don't know what the next thing is but mm. um so I, you could think, oh, I have a headache. I, maybe I just need to go to bed early. Maybe I just need to drink some lemon juice and then, you know, I'll be fine tomorrow. And then, uh, but I wasn't, <laughs> it just got worse. <laughs> and then I think the congestion started. Um, and I'm someone who doesn't, I don't like taking medication. Mm. I'm someone who, you know, I'd be screaming in pain. <laughs> and then my husband will say, why don't you just take some painkillers? No, I don't want to. <laughs> But there I, I thought, okay, let's let's do it. Let's just take some uh, medication. Um, so if I, when I take medication, I know it's bad. Like then I know, okay, this is serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so you didn't have like fever or a cough. I'm just hearing your your process and you haven't, like you haven't said any of the, because where I am, only if you have those three main symptoms, you're allowed to take a test but I'm hearing you didn't have any of those symptoms and yet you nope. felt really terrible. So I'm hoping this is a bit of like a warning <laughs> out to people saying like, you know, be careful, please. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't have fever. Um, we're, we're, we've talked about this before. We're not a family that gets fever. Mm. Um, no, I didn't have fever. I didn't have a cough. Mm. Um, I really just, I mean, just in quotations, I had a cold. Um, mm. And runny nose and a headache and and very very tired yeah, yeah. and it yeah it was um I had a friend ask me later uh she had a sore throat and also like cold symptoms and she said do you think I also have it 
And I said, well, you know, at this point you don't know because they, they, they do tell you watch out for fever, cough. What's the third one? Loss of taste or smell, which you did end up with, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I didn't start with that. That yeah. came That came later, yeah. Well, that came after, like, round the peak, which is the yeah. time you wouldn't want to go, like, out and be around Def- people. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, what's really interesting is, uh, so now it's, now I've tested positive a week and a half ago, hmm. I believe, isn't it, a week and a half ago? And, um, and so, so we're at the end of our quarantine period, and uh, so, th- so then my husband has been tested again to, uh, to make sure that, that, if he's positive, we have to stay longer at home. Uh, um, but he tested negative. So <laughs> insane. <laughs> so how does, I, we don't get it. How can he, um, yeah, be around us all the time and, and he not have anything? Um, we, you know, we're speculating he had, he has a different blood type than, than we do. So, or I, I guess I, I'm not sure what my kid's blood type is, but, um, yeah. So maybe it's that. Uh, he was sick a lot as a child and got some some various medications back then. Maybe that sort of set him up for the future. I, don't, I have hmm. no idea. What, uh, what, how can he be living with us in the same house and not get anything? My God. But you said but, you dealt with a lot of anxiety, which is so understandable. But how did you keep yourself rested? And how did you calm yourself down in those situations I was very difficult and um, it was also very difficult to sleep because I would sort of sleep on and off during the day so I didn't have a full night of sleep either I'd wake up and when I wake up at night my mind starts ruminating and oh my god it's very loud so so there was a lot of um, I have this meditation app so I, I put a lot of these calming calming meditation things on it I um try to talk about my feelings as much as possible um and um what else did I do I I mean I I did have that one afternoon where I or one half a day where I I was it was really bad I I I mean I even I even thought the thought I want to end it I don't want to be here anymore um I know, I know, I won't act on it, um, but yeah, it's it's very depressing, very. Um, um, and I try, I try to hold on to that. This is temporary. That this this too shall pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very hard. I think a lot of breathing exercises. A lot of. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about what something that you had said. Uh, something about being thankful for the for the broad shoulders and broad and and big lungs and and sort of be be thankful for for that um, yeah I think that's that's what kept me kept me going yeah how are you feeling now yeah I'm um, still a little bit congested but I feel so much better I um. I I might go for a walk. <laughs> I haven't been outside <laughs> for a long time uh, because I'm also a bit afraid of how my body will react to this. I've been we've been inside for three weeks now and not not moving, and um, so I'm a bit I'm a bit afraid of the shock to my body. Uh, so I'm just trying to take it slow. 
uh, do a little bit of housework, you know, the doing, we did, I did some laundry, I did some, you know, little things like this to, to make me, like, I got dressed yesterday for the first time, <laughs> that also kind of boosts morale, you know, like, okay, I, I can be back to normal, kind of, um, yeah, I, well, I, we, we hit another blow um, the other day, because they announced that they were going to close schools next week. And uh, and that was a very hard pill to swallow because we had sort of had this date of next week as a as a that's when we can go out in the world again. That's when we can go shopping. That's when the kids can go to school. That's when you know that was our date uh, to go back to normal. And then they shut schools, and we're not going back to normal, and we cannot go out again. And yeah, that was a hard blow. Um, yeah, yeah. It kind of helps to know that I'm not the only one in the world. I hear, um, lately I've heard a lot of people being really frustrated, really homeschooling and working and it's a nightmare and blah, blah, blah. And it kind of helps to know that I'm not alone. I'm not, <laughs> other people are suffering too. I mean, it sucks that we all suffer, <laughs> but, um, and we can, I can get very angry. I, I have a friend who's, um, she thinks all this is ridiculous that we're um, the young people were paying such a huge price to our mental health by not being able to go out and see people, which is so detrimental to our well-being um, and to our development and to our everything. Um, because we, because a lot of old people and sick people are going to die, and I mean this is so macabre to say that. And obviously, we should never choose. It's not our you know power to choose who who should live and who should die of course not but i do think that sometimes the governments are put uh, you know a bit extreme in their restrictions yeah yeah, yeah. i mean also the kids okay. i mean this is my opinion the kids kids should get this the kids don't get very sick from this in general and it'll just strengthen their immune system it'll just um because the virus is not going to go away they're going to have to live with it for the rest of their life. So it's much better that they get sick from it when they're kids than when they're adults. And since they don't get very sick, um, closing schools is, is uh, yeah, it's not the answer. I mean, I understand that you don't want the virus circulating and then the kids bring it home to their parents and their grandparents or their work and blah, blah, blah. I understand that, but, yeah, I, I must be a middle middle way and... Anyway, this is not a podcast about <laughs> politics. <laughs> no, but I mean, I you know, I sent you that article where it said the 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 impact of this on on children's mental health, and mm -hmm. both of us were just basically wanting to cry because I I know at least where I am, they were talking about counseling and or the need for counseling has gone up by something for ten by ten percent for kids under ten, and they were seeing mm -hmm. more kids in A&E with, with suicidal thoughts. Like they, they had a kid who was eight or nine talking about he wanted to kill himself and that hurt, hurts my heart so, yeah. so much. And, and I'm thinking of all these, I'm thinking of kids turning uh, 18 and, and 21 and this year and they're not getting to go out and be, you know, stupid and get drunk and, <laughs> and make mistakes. Yeah. And 
Um, the kids starting university, like my first year of university was very drunken, but super fun. And I made a lot of really silly mistakes, but it, you know, it set me up and, and they're not getting this. And it, I'm, I'm just, I feel there's part of me that feels grateful in a way that I'm this age and, you know, I can, I don't need to go out. I like, I'm kind of okay being home. I feel like I'd do that anyway, but yeah. If I was 18, 19, 20 now or or younger, you know, 16, not being able to see my friends, I'm just, I'm so worried about their mental health and them falling behind. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard because you feel really grateful that you're here and then you're just thinking of the young, the young ones that are also being blamed for all of this. And most of them aren't, perhaps aren't really doing anything. They're just trying to live. <laughs> They're just trying to survive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also feel it's heartbreaking to hear stories like that. And I'm also grateful that I'm at an age where I don't need to go out. I mean, I miss seeing friends, but I know that <clears throat> I know they're there and I know it will come back and all that. But if I was 18, my goodness, oh, you need to go out and do stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> It's part of uh, development and, and learning social skills. And all these kids now who are staying home for, yeah, they're just missing out on so much um, learning. It's not about learning how to read and write. It's about learning to relate to other people. And and it sets them up for the future. And they're missing out on, yeah, I think it's terrible. Yeah. But, but I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you had a, you had a silver line, but <laughs> but yeah, that's why we're here to. Um, I mean, this is why. This is what cat. Um, how do you say? Um, catapulted us into doing this podcast and uh, trying to help each other and and maybe helping others. Um, this is why we're doing this. And for me, I mean, this is something that I look forward to. You know, this is something I can. I... Yay! I'm gonna. The other day, I, I was so depressed about everything um, that I thought, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop my business. I, I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard. I don't have any clients anyway. People not, are not going to invest in coaching at the moment. And, you know, all the negative thoughts. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to stop it. But at least I still have the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could just uh, put all my energy into that. So, yeah, silver yeah. lining, right? It's definitely, I was also going to say we've we've had a few people write to us or call us or send us messages saying how, you know, they've been enjoying it, but also how it's been helping them. And we just really appreciate the, the lovely feedback. And if, if you're sitting listening and going like, oh, it'd be weird if I write and say, you know, what this did, like it, it means the world to us. It makes yeah. our day, even if it's just one person saying, oh, this was fun to listen to, it makes us so, so happy that we're actually... It's not just the two of us rambling at each other, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> although we do enjoy that. <laughs> Definitely. I was going yeah. to ask, what are some, something you've, like, what's something you've learned from this process and what's, like, a tips or, like, advice you would give to people who maybe also go test positive and get sick or, or are worried about getting sick? Mm. So for people who have tested positive and who've actually um, maybe been sick and gone and been through it, I think for if if that's you, then be extremely proud of yourself. Um, I was while I was uh, complaining one night about how hard I thought everything was. My husband said, um, 
excuse me, but you're surviving COVID at the moment. Um, that's pretty amazing because it's a harsh virus that has killed many, many people and you're surviving this. So be grateful for your body, be grateful for your immune system. You know, maybe it's not as weak as you maybe thought it was or um, you know that you're strong and that if your body can survive this, you know, good for you. <laughs> that's, that's really good. Cool. Pat yourself on the shoulder. <laughs> um, if you're about to be sick or if you're worried about being sick, I think, I mean, the best we can do is the best we can do, right? You know, try to keep, um, keep uh, following the rules, even if you don't agree with them. Wash your hands. Do everything you can to keep strengthening your immune system because I think that is ultimately what is going to get you through this. Uh, eat healthy. Get your fruits and veg. Get your vitamins. Um, do happy things. Think happy thoughts. And uh, move your body. And, yeah, and, and wear the mask. Even if it's silly, I mean, looking, it looks silly. Um, although it's starting to be normal now, isn't it? When you see videos yeah. of, of the world, you think, why is that person not wearing a mask? <laughs> it's actually finding it kind of nice in the winter because it's keeping your nose, your nose warm. And also, I would like to say, as someone who's socially anxious, sometimes I really love the mask because you can just hide away kind of thing. Like, I put a hat on, I put a scarf, I put the mask on. I'm like, no one can see how my face is reacting. This is heaven for me. <laughs> I had that in the beginning, yeah, because uh, nobody can recognize you. And it's kind of it's kind of um, okay if you don't recognize people either. I, I always have this anxiety outside. If if I don't say hello to someone, then they'll think I'm... I'm mean or something and it's just because I don't recognize them or because I think they probably don't recognize me so I'm not going to say anything so with the mask it kind of feels safe like huh. you know what I have no idea who you are so, <laughs> so it's a bit safer yeah that's true also I had it I was wearing like a black mask the other day and I had like my black boots and like a black jacket I was like I I didn't look like it but I was like I feel like a superhero or like a super villain Eric, <laughs> like, like put on a, yeah exactly you put on like a persona <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because everyone's wearing uh, uh, personalized masks, uh, yeah. you know, and <laughs> it says a lot about you what kind of mask you're wearing. <laughs> it's a new fashion thing. Uh, yeah. I think those are good tips, though. And I mean, if anything, I, I don't believe, I don't understand how people are still saying it doesn't exist or it's a hoax, but I mean, mm. it's very real and it, yeah. it's out there and... Um, I've also had a lot of people say like, oh, it's just mild, it's just nothing but hearing your experience, you know, the tiredness, the, and the extra, like the emotional, um, I don't know, baggage, the emotional extras that come with it mm. as well. It was the unknown, the fear of the unknown, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, right now I don't have a sense of smell or taste and I don't know if it's going to come back. Um, yeah. We did a test because we thought, how fun would it be if I could sit and eat a chili and and not be affected by it? <laughs> we didn't have a chili, but we had some Tabasco sauce. So I put a little drop on my tongue and I thought, hmm, oh, I can actually taste this. But, you know, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be like, burning, burning. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people eat lemons as well, like just full lemons and then being like, I feel nothing. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I could try that. 
<laughs> and hey, that's good for your immune system as well. So it's like yes. double bonus. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, yes. I think I think the best thing um, is to stay in the now and talk about how you're feeling. Don't sit with all your, your feelings um, bo- boiled up. Bo- boiled up? Bo- bald up. Bo- bottled up? Bottled up. <laughs> we are not native English speakers. <laughs> no. It doesn't come out often, but sometimes there are moments. I have them yes. as well where I'm like, what is this phrase? What am I saying? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, talk about your feelings. Um, don't sit with them alone. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, thank you for sharing sharing that. And I hope it it helped. I mean, I hope it helped you just talking about it and getting it out and... Yeah, I think um, I think we don't really talk about who has had it and who hasn't had it. And uh, we were talking about in the other episode how ashamed I felt that now we had it. And uh, the more I reached out to people and say, hey, I'm da da da, uh, the more people told me, yeah, my brother was positive or I was positive. Da, da, da. So um, I think the more we talk about it, the more, the less scary it's going to be. Yeah. So. So I hope I hope by by me telling me my story it'll help other people um share theirs and yeah that is not something I felt like I was the only person in the world even though I know I'm not the only person in the world you know but nobody talks about it yeah and remove or, the shame and the stigma as if as if for it, for everything for mental health for everything as soon as you yeah. start talking about it we just need to remove the stigma from things so people feel less alone and and I think it's also good you telling it how the process happened to sort of although the virus reacts differently to everyone to sort of prepare people a little bit for what happens because no one's talking about it which means no one knows like you didn't know what was going to happen or how you were going to feel and and we're not preparing people for if they do because a lot of people probably more people will get it you said it's going to stay around for a while so Mm -hmm. Why not prepare people more and say you're probably going to feel these things and yeah. Yeah, and also know that every country has a different way of dealing with it. And so I live in Luxembourg where they dealt with it this way and I I I heard other families that had received different um instructions than we had uh received and I'm someone who's very big on equality, so it made me very angry knowing that other people were treated differently than I am. Um, and I don't understand it. And there's lots of things I didn't understand <laughs> um, about this. How lo- I mean, especially about how long we have to stay at home and uh, when the kids can go back to school. And ah, there was a lot of discussion about, especially among the parents, when our kids were supposed to go back to school. And um, yeah, was, I think just... Stay true to yourself. Uh, don't forget your common sense. Um, and then just do the best you can. I think that's, <clears throat> you know, the best that we can all do. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, and louise This has been, I mean, it's just nice to chat to you and to make sure that I was texting you a lot, being like, are you feeling okay? How are you feeling now? Is everything okay? <laughs> It's been so nice. A lot, I've I've received a lot of those texts. It's very nice. Which I think we should just do in general to people. Just check check in on... If you can do anything today, check in on someone. Like, just to check they're doing okay in this whole insanity of the world right now. Because 
I will bet you someone is sitting being like, I feel so alone. I don't know what to do. Just reach out to someone and check in on them. I think it's super important. Completely agree. Yeah. I think that's a good point to end, end this uh, discussion today. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. And um, I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.